0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, tonight I'd, I'd like to talk uh, real quickly about the word of God, seed. And uh, I put a lot of notes in, in the, into, the, um, into the Bible study notes. You can, you can read through it. it. I think it's kind of interesting. There's a lot of interesting points in it. I just want to point out a couple quick ones right here. First off, I, I gave the parable of the sower, and it's very clear in the parable of the sower that the seed is the word of God people don't understand the difference between the word of god and and the bible i mean uh, you know the the whole entire bible is describing the words of god but there are separated words of god in the bible that enable his great works and jesus talks about them, testifies to them and so on people just kind of ignore it as we've seen and once they understand it they won't turn away from it but they they just have a huge um barrier it's like a veil that blocks them that's what paul was talking about they have a veil they cannot see and it's carried on even to this day as as we can see okay the um key part that i would like to go over uh, isn't the part about the parable of the seed you know all that i, I put it in here for people uh, who have not seen it before but i want to talk that about the fact that the seed uh, is very important to us because if we really understand that the seed is the word of god when it comes this time of the family of the word when there's no food and we know that the seed is the word of god it's symbolic of the word of god then we can plant the seed and the seed is planted in many ways but because the earth is also at this time has a promise in it to open its mouth and help us help the wisdom of the words of god then we know that the seed can grow and fulfill what the lord showed us because he showed us in the, in the time of the feeding of the 5,000, which were just counting the men, not all the women and children, and the 4,000. So there was a lot of people fed there. But it was done by the way of the words and, and by the word, which was the seed, which is can be a finished food. Uh, it can be actually a seed, as we saw with Boaz putting the six seeds in the scarf. There's many reasons and descriptions of this. But God, uh, the purpose of the Lord, and I want to go back to a foundational teaching which I put in the writing. Um, I think it's on page four. What it shows you is, is when God was establishing, uh, you know, through Moses, after he, you know, he'd worked all the way through all the other people and trying to get a kingdom established, and the people wouldn't pay attention to the word, it was always God's desire that he speaks the words to us and that we gather together. And we stir up love and good works and we all understand our work. God will make known our work to us. And so he's talking directly to us and enabling us to do this work. And we're to gather together and stir up. But he, he had to put a structure in place because the people wouldn't receive the words and wouldn't recognize him as king. And therefore they weren't ready to receive what was holy in them. You cannot put the holy seed in, in people uh, that are just not holy. I've explained that in here quite well. And you guys know this story. But um, the Lord structured with Moses, he first spins like, you know, the, the, um, the book of uh, Leviticus and so forth, going through the structure of the priests and so forth. But when you look at the structure of the, of, um, the, the books of Genesis to, to Exodus and um, so on, but gets, and you get into numbers and what you're what you're seeing in this thing is what you what you begin to see is that the lord first put in the, the high priest and then he put in you know first it was the father and then it was the son and then there was the high priest then he put in the temple priests the ones who would do the temple works and carry the temple and so on and then he put in the levites which were like shepherds and they taught to the people and they did lots of other works but the uh, the word uh, "number" that he uses in the in the Old Testament has a very interesting thing. It it means to count, but it also has. There's two different words, and one of them means uh, like to count and appoint. It also is used in the Bible uh, to describe appointing, and the other one, uh, the word "count," is used to uh, cause the people to lift up. In other words, it it strengthens them and so on. So, in the process of numbering and using the numbers. Uh, Like when Boaz did the thing with the numbers and counted six seeds, um, or uh, six barley corn, they call it. Uh, When he measured it out, the numbers were actually to strengthen. And that's what it did. If you look at what he did, he showed that he was going to do the things in the way of the Spirit and so forth. But it added strength. But the the teaching of the Word is to, to lift up the people. But if you see what God is doing here, it says he went from the Father to the Lord and King, to the high priest, to the temple priest, to the Levites, to the people of Israel, and then to the people of earth. And what he's continuously trying to do is get the word spread. And today we're trying to make known the word and people aren't listening to us. They won't hear us. But I also pointed in here, as the Lord revealed to me yesterday, is that the transition day, we've always kind of wondered what that 30th day was. And I put it in here and explained it. And you can read about it in there and look at it. I haven't explained it in depth there. But you get the idea of it. And what it's, what it's to do is we're forgetting the fundamental teaching of Christ. At the end of the day, what is it? It's to take the word to the world. What is that called? It's called transition. You're transitioning the word from God all the way to the people. You're acting as the intermediary. And this is what the Lord is trying to do to repair that bridge and the gap. We have lost it. At the garden of eden and that's what the repair of the preaches. is he's trying to get us to come back to this uh, he wants us to come back to this teaching so we're, people are learning directly from god and they get rid of the structure that blocks it and that way people stir up good works because everybody has a different work to do they're given words and you, you learn from those words but god wants to come and get us back to the new covenant which the new covenant was to take the veil away and he tore the veil so you can come directly to god and get knowledge and that's what he's trying to teach us to do and, and that's where the seed is the word and he tries to do it but there's he's talking about the stony ground he's talking about all these other things that hinder it and in the flood comes the, the words of the dragon um takes it away and so on and now cover one other quick thing which i thought was kind of interesting this is I, I wrote a book, um, I guess, when was it? It was uh, 2014, June 18, 2014. It's on the website. It's about the ant. But I put in here some interesting information I didn't put in that book, which I thought was kind of interesting. Solomon says that we are to be wise and, and be like the ant. And the ant gathers its food in the summertime. But what I found was really intriguing when I was studying this out is they say that the ant only lives about six months. So it means that many of the ants, and I was thinking about this in relation to the bees. My brother uh, raises bees, and he's telling me they live with a very short time. And the ant is kind of like the same. So they're always storing up this great supply. And, and a whole an ant in its lifetime, they say, will eat about a grain and a half of wheat in its whole lifetime, and yet it, it'll carry... Like a grain a day back to the the storehouse, and they're always preparing. They always have a huge supply of food, and they're always preparing it in the right right season for the future. And compare that to what the Lord talks about us, and it's kind of shocking. He calls us that when he looks down from heaven, he sees us like the grasshopper. A difference between a grasshopper, which isn't the same thing as the locust, which is what you know, Daniel's been talking about. The locust. And That they have this in the Vatican and everything is and there's a lot of things relating to that. It's it's very interesting that they'd use it because a grasshopper and a locust they only care about eating what they can get now. That's all they're about. They they go out and consume what they can get today. They don't lay up anything. They don't prepare anything. And God looks down from heaven in Isaiah 40:22 and He tells us that we look like grasshoppers. And it's it's really true. He's it, saying that none of us do good. We don't even understand. The food that we have to lay up that there's a famine coming the word and, and, and people are told there's a famine of the word coming in revelation 6 5 to 6 and nobody's trying to stir up uh, store up what is the words and he's talking about god's words and they're not trying to find it out they're not trying to uh put it in there or anything uh so it's it's kind of an interesting thing but there's another twist to this which has kind of intrigued me is when you we go back and you look at what did the, did the spies say remember there was the, the ten spies, and you saw that um, they came back and what did they say? They said that they, I mean, they called themselves grasshoppers. <laughs> in uh, Numbers thirteen thirty three, it says, there we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak came from the giants and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. So we were in their sight and so were we in their sight. So, you know, some of the people say that uh, they overheard um the people talking that they'd seen these guys and they were nothing um but I, I think it's it's just they're making that comparison there but in reality if you look at the lives of these people that's exactly what they were they only worry about this right now they wanted god to, you know like they wait on god to take these guys out they're not going to go forth and do the way of the words and that's what i've heard from so many preachers and stuff that i have talked to they said well we're just waiting on god there's nothing we can do and they're not prepared they're not storing up the word that overcomes the world that's that creates all things and so forth so it's, it's really an interesting thing we truly are like grasshoppers uh, in this day and we're not like the ant the wise ant and this is the summer and the Lord warns them if they don't store up the food in the summertime there'll be nothing in the fall think about that they won't even get to the winter because they won't have food in the fall so the Lord has really laid this out into such simple ways in the way of the creation that testifies to this exact situation we're in. Okay, that's that's all I had uh, for tonight. I, I thought it was kind of interesting the ants and the grasshopper. I'd never looked at it that way. It's quite shocking to me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the greatness of your plan. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you looked down and you warned us, Father, and you told us, dear Lord, to be like the wise ants, dear Lord, because, dear Lord, they store up the food of the kingdom for the future for all the others and lord they, they require very little but they keep on working and they keep on going out dear lord continuously working to do the kingdom work to do the work of the colony lord and even they cannot prepare for the storms that come and so on but when it does come they pitch in and they get that work done but they're always trying to, to save the colony. They're always trying to save the future of the colony. And Lord, we don't even look at the future of the generations. We don't look at the idols and say, oh, that's bad, we can't. that's going to destroy our, our future seed, which is, it's all about the seed. And Lord, it's, it's that way. We, they put in these idols, dear Lord, and they didn't care at the time. Oh, it's nice, it's you know, ignored, it's not going to hurt us, and yet it's going to destroy their own seed. And now, Lord, we see the punishment coming back to every family on the earth. Dear Lord, it's coming back to, in the way of the destruction of the GMO seed, the, the, the destruction, dear Lord, and the vaccines is sterilizing the people, the water, the air, the food. Everything's being destroyed because, Lord, we allowed all these things to be put in place, and we didn't care about the future generations. And even now, Lord, we don't care that if our children get the vaccine, dear Lord, we're, we're not the end of the world. And, Lord, we pray that we would understand that we must stand up and ask for the kingdom to come. And that these people, dear Lord, very interestingly, like grasshoppers, dear Lord, they don't really have a king. Lord, these people are forcing it on. They're, they're doing it by brute force and so on like locusts do. And, Lord, they just take what they want. But at the end of the day, Lord, they don't have a king because you've taken all the authority away from them. And, Lord, their time is going to destruction. They, they eat things up, but, dear Lord, they're, they're going to die and you're going to get rid of them. It looks like you're going to get rid of the locust. Dear Lord, you've you put these things, allowed them to come that we might learn from them, that we might see, dear Lord, that these people don't have a king. They just go out there. The people are allowing this. And you even say that, dear Lord, in Revelation 17, you said, dear Lord, that these people are coming from the waters. They're, they're allowed to come because we put them in place. And, Lord, they don't do anything but give us the food that destroys us. She gives us the wine that makes us drunk. She gives us the food that kills us. And, Lord, we don't care that that bread of instruction that we're receiving, dear Lord, is terrible. Lord, please let the people wake up and see the truth, Lord, that they would come out and they would desire to protect their children. As you warned us, dear Lord, in Malachi 4.6, that if we don't turn the fathers to the children and and the sons to the fathers, dear Lord, we're going to be destroyed dear lord we must understand the future we must understand what has happened to us and we must come to correction all of us together united dear lord to build the kingdom on earth that you told us to ask for you told us to pray dear lord every day that your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven and, Lord, we ask out of you tonight, Father, we pray, dear Lord, you'll guide us in truth. You'll bring us through this correction. You'll help our children, dear Lord, to understand the greatness of your plan. And, Lord, we pray that you will just enable us, Lord, to do thy kingdom work, that we will be strengthened in your hand. And, dear Lord, that we will be, uh, dear Lord, able to be strengthened, dear Lord, so that we can do the work. Uh, Father, we pray that you would bring us, dear Lord, the resource necessary. But, Lord, we know, dear God, you have prepared it. So help us to understand it. Dear Lord, open our eyes to discern the things. And Lord, it's your word, dear Lord, that is the seed. Dear Lord, if we just understand that, dear Lord, and also the earth is prepared, dear Lord, to help us. Dear Lord, we know that we can plant seed, and it will grow as needed to feed your people also to protect your people and dear lord we pray that you just give us guidance on these things lord put thoughts in our minds lord to enable good works for others not for ourselves we cannot be glorified by ourselves lord are you going to give us a famine of the word but lord we pray dear lord that we glorify your kingdom glorify your plan and be like the ants lord not worried about our lives but worried dear lord for the kingdom's sake that it shall succeed and it will grow and dear lord we pray that we will be like that help us lord to do your will we thank you, Lord, for our, our spouses, parents, dear Lord, our brothers and sisters. Dear Lord, we ask you, dear Lord, to invade their lives. Lord, let your spirit pull them to truth. And Lord, let them see the failure of this generation. And dear Lord, let them see that they're not where they think they are, dear Lord. No one is. And Father, we pray that they would come the understanding they must increase the knowledge of truth. And if they are lacquered, like Solomon says, Lord, if they slack off on this and ignore it, then dear lord there's nothing to protect them because you will not allow them to eat the food of the kingdom when they did nothing to help the kingdom and father we pray dear lord that you'll be with us dear lord and guide us let them understand that truth and father we pray that you enable us to say that in words that they will receive that they will understand it that your spirit will move upon them because lord we could say things all day long but if your spirit of truth does not pull on them. It is hard, dear Lord. It's, it's like almost pouring water on a rock. It's, it's just going to dry off and roll off. Father, help us that it might be absorbed for thy good and thy kingdom and the glory of thy name. We ask this all in thy precious name, in Jesus' name, amen. With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.